Hey y'all, Chase, a lifestyle brand. If not now, when is my question? So it didn't have to be something major. I mean, most people have these goals just because you hear it's a goal to have because X, Y, and Z, you know, shared it on social media or you think it's a good goal. But like, what's the thing that's your what now? Like, what now will make you like be your best self? Like, you're already popping anyway, but just what's going to like take you to that place where you've always belonged. And, um, that could be anything. And I want you to just think about yourself. Don't think about like what looks good on paper or like what looks good to post on social media, like what looks good and what looks good on you. So if not now, then when, and so what does that mean to you? So we made it through a pandemic ish, you know, like we are 2021 and when everything was like shut down and everyone was sheltering in place, it's like the future was still in God's hands. But in that present moment, it was about maximizing what that present moment meant. Like for some, it meant like resetting. It meant slowing down. It meant like kind of reprioritizing because if you were working and then your job was shut down, you were on furlough. It's like you were at home. If you were a person that was like myself, like going, going, going and and never could really stop on this like hamster wheel, then it was kind of like, wow, it was a such peaceful rest time. You know, not everyone had that same experience. So I'm not just sharing uh, certain examples, but I'm just saying the if not now then when and then what is that for you that you're still here now that you're listening to this podcast and uh, Yaisa Lifestyle Brand is a master class about not about Yaisa but about things that Yaisa who I'm is me I don't want to talk to myself in uh, second person but things that I'm inspired by and then also how I can also inspire you so for myself I think about what is it? So right now I'm going to go work on my book. You know, I had written it some time ago, but I did not want to release anything that was not my best work. And then whenever you're working on something and you think it's really good, it's probably not as good as you think it is. It can always be better when you have outside readers, outside eyes. You you always want to have, I wouldn't say just constructive criticism because that word sounds so agonizing, but you want somebody to... Uh, be a sounding board someone that's gonna like be real with you because um, if you're not understood by your audience then you're missing the point so uh, me I can kind of go on these tangents and I've noticed about myself that I don't like to tell the truth meaning like I don't want to hurt nobody so my truth may hurt other people and so I will rather just take it for the team but after having someone that's uh, consulting with me on my book Um, It's never really about the other person. It's always about you. And so how many of you have been holding your breath, you know, because you want to make sure that everybody else was good, even if that meant you weren't good. And you may not be writing a story, you know, your life story. Mine is more of a memoir. Like, I'm not going to give you my whole life. I'm trying to give you like snippets about key moments that I saw God was doing something for my restoration process I'm using retail, but I also think about if now not then then when then when when I think about my debt, you know, like my bills. Um, when you look at your bank statement, you see, you know, how much you spend on stuff, and like, where is your money going? 
and like is your money like working for you or are you working for your money and i am not just having that reflection time because i'm like i made money during the pandemic and then i didn't have to spend so much of it but why am i spending money you know like it's growing on trees so that's personal for me so it doesn't have to be your if not now what then when but just being like a reality check for myself thinking like what investments um have i made and then like what investments do i want to make um i have given money to you know collectors bill collectors and this and that and so it's like when am i going to start paying myself so i want you to think about that for yourself when are you going to start paying yourself and with paying yourself it may not be you know like your job but it may be paying yourself for the future that you don't have to work so long like an investment like life insurance or an investment like stock uh, like forex or maybe you are on those other apps like acorn or whatever that may be but what what are you doing so i've already given you um a couple things but you you want to make this for you i'm just kind of like painting the picture for you i know um i've also done some weighty things as well i've applied to go back to school and i thought i would never do that because there was a fear block um i was a person in the past who you know if i thought something as fast as i thought something i would have already executed the plan to like go for it and when you get rejection and you get i guess kind of disappointed you just kind of think about like you know your energy your time that you can't get back and so what do you do and i i just really had to just like shut down where like i shut i shut down and i really see what god wants for me so for anyone that may have stopped you know going for your goal um it's okay to like sit back because it's like in our weaknesses or your weakness that's where god has made strong so i began to see things being impossible and i just thought too hard for me i'm gonna settle but something about settling settling just didn't settle with me so i just had some time where it's like a lot of crying a lot of fussing and complaining and uh to to it just clicked you know like unless i really believe that god is all what he is not who i think he is but who he is then it doesn't matter what i get i'm gonna always find something to be frustrated about so it doesn't matter what your goal is or your dream is it's all about perspective like my perspective is based on me just being someone that god can use he can trust me and that i'm working through my issues i ain't perfect Uh, so if you find yourself in a situation where you gave up because it was like a bleak situation i want you to just refocus and when you refocus don't focus on the problem focus on the answer focus on what you can do and you may need to reach out for help and i would recommend you um get some knee mail you know get on those knees and start praying about it and also reading the word of god because all the wisdom all you, that you need is just right there and i'm lazy at times because i just i want an instant like you know because when you are like wanting something you just want it right now but there are certain recipes that when they are done step by step they just have this immaculate taste that instant just doesn't get it so you have to just taste and see that god is good that you know that it's worth it and my word is patience which it sounds so easily rolled off my tongue but when i think about patience uh patience is 
something that is very challenging. It's also a fruit of the spirit. And it's something that where it's not your time. It's like you have to pretty much accept something um, where you are not focused on the weight, but the something that you're waiting for. So it's like this ability that you have to wait for something or to endure something tedious without getting all riled up. And having patience means you can remain calm even when you've been waiting forever, which I feel like that most times, or dealing with something painstakingly slow or trying to teach someone how to do something and they just don't get it. So with patience, um, I think about a doctor, you know, when a doctor in the word patience is patient. And so when you think about a patient, a patient is someone who is receiving medical treatment from a doctor or hospital. And a patient is also someone who is a registered, um, you know, person that comes into a hospital for assistance. They want help. They don't know what's wrong. So keep in mind, like, the word patient is also in patience. And I'm like, when well, I get a doctor, I want them to be a nice person. I want them to be smart. I want them to have been patient to go through their educational process where they actually learned and they um, practiced what they learned and they know what they're doing and they're going to do it right. And they're not going to just go through some procedure with me and just to get to the next person that they're going to see me as a whole living soul who needs patience. And so think about that. So someone that has the quality of uh, being calm without complaining, that's patience. And, you know, you think about someone that's standing in a line that's super long and they're just standing peacefully. So something about patience is that they're it's not just waiting, but it's how you wait. It's like you're waiting with calmness. You're waiting with peace. And it's like, it's a behavior. It's not something that may be um, the comfortablest thing to endure. Um, you're not huffing and puffing and holding your breath. Um, it's something that you're not dreading or fearful or being anxious about. You're having peace and you're calm. And you know that you're going to get there. You know that this is going to happen. So that's a bit of that is also having faith as well. That you're not like, you know, lackluster where you just have given up. And I want you to think about who is a patient person. I, I mentioned a doctor, but who else is a patient person? You know, when you think about like a school teacher, they have to be patient. You know, they may work with children that um, they have to solve problems for. They have to think think critically. And they kind of pave the way for a happy and content life. Like they help you to like, if it's a teacher that's a really good teacher, they inspire you by, they center their work around you. So they may have this plan, this lesson plan, this agenda, but they um, they have, the, the show must go on, but they have this patience where they're going to like teach it so well that everyone's going to, the majority at least, is going to understand what they're talking about. So when we think about more activities um, that help us to be patient, 
um, just kind of be more intentional throughout your day. Like when you're in traffic, what can you do in traffic to, to maximize that time that you're waiting to get to your destination? So if you know that there's traffic to get to work, then you could think about leaving work, leaving for work early. Or maybe um, you can map it out and maybe there's other uh, ways to get there. I remember having a makeup appointment and that day I have like I drive pretty much in town to get to where I got to get to. And that day I did not understand that there was going to be so much traffic. And then my makeup artist, you know, is one of them, you know, nine to fivers that have a job. And so she was going to like get my makeup done early and then get to work. So I knew I didn't want her to be late you know, starting my makeup and then her being late to work. So there was more pressure. And then I saw the line of cars and because I kind of was familiar with the area, I got off and took the side roads as many as I could then hop back on. And that, that like caught me up a lot of time to make it to my appointment on time. All that to say is once I got there, she ended up saying she wasn't going into work. So even if I was late, she would have got me, but I knew that having my makeup done was pretty much important. So I didn't want a chance sitting in that traffic. So that day, I guess I was, I wouldn't say I wasn't patient, um, but I kind of had a strategy because I had a goal. But there are other times where in that same situation where I have nowhere to be, you know, there should be no reason for me to be huffing and puffing if I'm in a line. Now, some may share those that are ones who have faith in, in Jesus to say, you know, everything happens for a reason. So if there's traffic, you know, it's like instead of you having to rush to get somewhere, maybe there's something for you to learn in the moment or maybe something is being prevented, prevented where there may have been something that you didn't need to be um, a part of, you know, or maybe you were slowed down. So there could be some divine appointment where you can meet somebody like serendipity, like you, you because you were late you were able to meet your future boo, you know, something like that, you know? So it's just ways to think about patience and like what patience does in us. And, um, it's something that you have to think about with, you know, I guess long suffering, um, would be connected to that, which is a uh, fruit of the spirit. But with long suffering, um, uh, it's something that, you know, it, it denotes itself in the title, you know, like it just means, you know, um, someone who has to endure something unpleasant for a long period of time, but who was patient throughout. Um, an example of long suffering is a person who had to put up with a long illness, but who did so cheerfully. So even though there's long suffering, which is like, man, but it's how they're being long suffering. They're not just doing it. It's how they're doing it. It's like they're whistling while they work. Um, and then what would be the big difference? Um, so there are there are differences in the terms long suffering and patience. Um, long suffering is long, but patience or patient means endurance of insult, abuse or mistreatment. So while patience is the quality of being patient. So we hear that there's, you know, a little bit of different, but to me, it's kind of the same. But it's just you have this um, maybe long suffering has to do with something that's uncomfortable versus with patience. You know, it could be something that you enjoy to do, like you're learning to play the piano or learning a new dance routine. 
and you just have to be patient. But long suffering means that there denotes that there is some abuse or insult or injury and having to endure something versus patience is just a quality of being patient because you're having to just give something some time. And with patience, uh, when you think about the quality of it, is your quality of patience, is it good or is it bad? Let's just keep it elementary. You know, like if you were to rate yourself, what what would that say about you? Now, with having hardship, I mean, um, man, I feel like I've been in the long suffering of hardship because we want people to revere us or we want people to know our story but even if they knew the story, would they even care? You know, and then when you're going through and on the outside, it looks okay. But on the inside, you know, those thoughts, that's where you have to learn the long-suffering virtue where you're not being treated properly. That don't mean that abuse is acceptable, but it means how are you going through? How are you enduring this? You know, what's your attitude? What's your mindset like? Because you have to know that you're going to, that long suffering is going to end at one point or another. But while you're in the long suffering, uh, you have to know some markers of knowing that you're in it. So some markers could be um, insult. You know, you've been maybe bullied or you maybe have been misrepresented, maybe mistreated. And you're wondering how long. But the Bible says to love your enemies, you know, so it's like a process where it's affecting you but it's working for you at the same time because God is developing something in you through that situation even if it's painful as long suffering now with patience you know you're you know in a situation where you have this goal and you have to think day by day minute by minute working in uh, retail as a brand leader I mean there's so many tips and tricks and it can get a little overwhelming because then it's kind of like you don't want to be robotic in everything you do, but you're pretty much trained to sell everything in sight. So it's like when I think about, you know, process of something like toward a goal, like you may have a big goal for your counter, like a thousand dollars. And so how are you going to reach your goal? And so you have to be very strategic on like building relationships, you know, providing and offering services. Um, making phone calls, you know, and, and it's lots of conversations. But if you think about it just as a task, it gets very daunting. But when you think about it just as a plan and strategy, you take it, you know, minute by minute, hour by hour, and then day by day. And then, you know, you look back and track what you did each day. And then you can see for the month, you know, where you have to make up because everything is divided by business day, business week, uh, business month, and also a business quarter and then business year. So I might have gotten off on a tangent here, but I'm just trying to give an example of patience where you may have this big old goal for this conference you're having, maybe another topic. And you're trying to like make sure that you get the best speakers and then you have these speakers, but now you got to get the people in the seats. And it's a process where you have to think, how am I going to do this business? Is your price point you know, set just right um, is your theme. Is it like welcoming? Does it like speak to the people who your audience is? And so I, I want you to think about these terms again, patience, long suffering, two uh, different words, but similar 
qualities where the outcome of it is based on you. The outcome is based on you choosing to be cheerful, choosing to be calm, choosing to be peaceful. And uh, you do this by, one, um, humbling yourself, emptying yourself, and then being mindful of your environment. Like, I'll, I'll know good and well that I am in ability to have the ability to set the environment. But most times I can, if I don't uh, empty myself to let God feel me, you know, where I'm in his presence and I'm able to uh, read the word and like, it says as if it's nourishment to my spirit. It's like, I'll just be like a sponge in that environment and just grabbing everything. And then it's like, I'm negative and I'm like, I'm feeling tossed and torn and I'm shipwrecked, you know, all that. So it's very important to know who you are, but know who you are in Christ. Because with Christ, it's impossible for him to fail. And with God, all things are possible, you know. So even though those days where it's hard days, it's not to give up when you're going through those times where you have to be patient and have long suffering. But I'm not going to focus on long suffering as much anymore. I want to just focus on that patience piece because patience is even something that, you know, when we think about patience, it's like you having to like trust that what you're going through is for your benefit. It's not something that's going to hurt you or hinder you, but it's benefiting you. And when we think about patience, it's more seen through relationships with people. And it's like where we see that people are just people. And with people, sometimes we don't learn things very quickly. Um, even with learning things, sometimes, you know, it's a, vir- a virtue. Uh, but it's, a, it's something that we have to know, like practice makes patience you know but there's lots of benefits so i'll end with this some of the benefits of practicing patience include helping you focus on longer term outcomes and goals rather than short-term pleasure helping you make good choices rather than making impulsive choices and then also forcing you to be empathetic and kind toward others because